and the favor is like you go to like a urinal and like they don't like the fucking urinals don't flush. There's a fucking like a hand fucking thing you gotta touch to fucking. You gotta crank it. Yeah. You gotta crank it to get the water flowing. Uh huh. And it's got like fuck. So you know it's clean. Yeah, you know it's clean. <laughs> sure it is. Welcome to your football fantasy. All right, shit sticks. Uh, welcome to another episode of your football fantasy. I am no longer alone. Everybody's favorite big whiz is back from India. Thank God, everyone's always so much happier now. They got the urinal crank. That's right. In India, you're gonna miss it. You're not gonna know what to do with your hands after you take a piss. There's lots of things I want to do with after that. Hey, let's jump into some news here. There is some news. You missed all the news last week. We talked a lot about the, the uh, free agency and all the new signings last week. This is sort of the leftovers. There are still some people getting signed here and there. Uh, let's, uh, let, let's jump off. I want to start with Corey Clement. He didn't get signed or dropped or moved. He wasn't a free agent. But there are sources in the Eagles that say, expect Corey Clement to be used next year more than he was last. I only bring this up because a handful of episodes ago, you gave me shit for mentioning Corey Clement. Just to confirm, J.H.I. is still there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, so is Elshon Jeffrey, and so is so is Ertz. Sure. So is Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in that, Corey Clement, yeah, yes, he'll be used as Increased a role, baby. Increased role. Yeah, he's going to get lots of usage, folks. If you're playing in a PPR league, this is the guy you might take a flyer on in the last couple rounds of your draft. Somebody to keep an eye on in the free agency in the first couple of weeks because maybe they throw a lot to him. Just to confirm, everyone, you cannot build an entire fantasy ball roster with flyers, okay? It just doesn't work. That's true. But having one or two on your team is nice. <laughs> it feels good. Yep. How about this signing? Cordero Patterson goes to the Patriots. I will tell you that I was sitting at my computer when this happened, and I was on Twitter, and Twitter went ape shit. Every fucking fantasy football expert in the world said, oh my god, Cordero Patterson is finally going to have his coming out year. Do you buy it? No. How long has he been in the NFL for? Five years? Uh, long enough for me to decide he's not worth having on my fantasy It doesn't roster. matter. No. I think the Patriots signed him to be a return man, and that's all he does. Yeah, really kind of like take a, flies on the field for a play. Here's the but he's not, he, Cooks is there, Edelman's there, Gronk's there, he's not going to yeah. start. Here, the reason we know that he's not going to do well is because he's not white. And Bill Belichick is a terrible racist, just like you. I think Brandon Cooks is there, who's who's who He did colored. okay, but come on. Who's colored? Yeah, he is. Colored? Wow. <laughs> uh, let's move on. I want to talk about this trade for a minute. This was a big trade. This was a blockbuster trade, right? It was a trade between the Jets and the Colts. You may have missed it in India. Let me tell you what happened. The Colts were sitting at the third overall pick in the draft. Uh, they made a trade with the Jets. The Jets got the third overall pick. That's all they get. The Colts, however, moved back three spots to the sixth overall. They also got the 37th and the 49th overall pick, as well as a second-round pick in 2019. First, before we talk about it, what do you think of the trade? Who got the upper hand? I think the Colts something at the upper hand. Easy. I mean, they, they moved back three spots, gained three picks. It's always good. I think, 
hindsight's twenty twenty, but if you're sitting the third pick and in, in, in Saquon Barkley's there, that's a big mistake. It sure. That's a big mistake for especially a team that if, needs playmakers. Yeah, especially for the Colts, right? Because Marlon Mack, I like Marlon Mack, but he, uh, Marlon not Mack is Bartley. not a three down. Yes. All year long, carry the load back. So right now, I tell you, the Colts got definitely got the upper hand unless Barkley's there, and then I'll, then it, then it's kind of terrifying. I'm gonna say that there's a one and a half percent chance that Barkley is there at three. I think he's going to the Giants at two. He should go to the Browns number one. That ain't happening. Should after the Hyde signing, after the John, the Duke Johnson news. Those guys, no. those guys don't exist with Barkley there. You're they, right. They don't. They don't. Doesn't matter. And they spent a lot of money on him, so they they can't write those two off. Yeah, you're right. The Colts got a great deal there. Let me ask you where you think the Jets are going to go. Why did they trade up? Why do they want the third overall pick rather than the sixth? What's the difference? <clears throat> quarterback. They need one of those four top four quarterbacks, and I think they want. You can throw Allen out because he's garbage. You throw Donald out; he's garbage. So they they want they're gonna sit out one of the one of the, you know Rosen or or Mayfield. I think they like Mayfield. Everyone likes Mayfield. I don't, but I think the Jets want a mobile quarterback, and I and, and as you have pointed out many a time, Mayfield's great on the move. Uh, yeah, that's where I think they were going for sure, and I think they'll get him. I think Mayfield could they've got. You don't think they could have got him at six? No, I don't think they could have got him at six. They clearly didn't think they could well, get the Colts him. Colts weren't gonna six. pick him. Who's, who's the other two teams in front of them? Well, the Browns are number four. The Browns are four again. Good God. Who is five? Look that up. All right, I'll look it up for you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they could have got him. I think they're going Mayfield there. Um, I love what the Colts got. Man, they got they get three picks in the top 50. That's great. Two picks in, a, in round two For a team that year. needs to rebuild, that that's was a really good They move. got a lot of work to do. Uh, so I like them. Let's, let, let's talk about them a little bit. They're, they moved down to six. Clearly, they don't think they need one of those quarterbacks, or they don't think they need to take one Barkley. We're, I think, I think they're going linebacker here. Uh, maybe they're hoping uh, Nick Chubb, not Nick Chubb, but the other Chubb lands from uh, NC State, falls down to him at six. Maybe they go Edmonds from Virginia Tech at six. I think you know they're des- in desperate need of linebacker help. Maybe they aren't they kind of in, in, in need of everything right now. A lot of defensive issues, right? Their de- their cornerbacks suck. Maybe they go Ward from Ohio State at six. I don't know. The thing that I like most about this trade is what it means for Marlon Mack. I like Marlon Mack. I think he's talented. I want to see him get a shot to play. That's all. He should have played last year. Frank Gore was was falling off, t- trailing hard, and he should have played, but they just wouldn't give him the ball. What did he say? I, where did he go? Dolphins, baby. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's not on my list. By the way. Why uh, didn't you put that in the fucking show yeah, notes? Yeah, because it doesn't matter. He's garbage. He's old. That's He's interesting retired. because Damian Williams from the Dolphins came to the Indianapolis Colts. But to me, that's just a depth thing. He's a one-year, one point, whatever, two or three million dollars. He's He is not going to threaten to take the role. I do think the Colts will draft a running back, maybe with one of their second-round picks. Uh, this coming year, but I, I I like the fact that it looks like Mac is going to at least have a chance to get some carries this year, and I want to see what he does because he is absolutely electric with the ball. You can't argue the fact that he's fun to watch. Will I draft him on my fantasy team? Probably, probably not. Take if a I can fly get on someone, I mean, if I can get him really late, uh, maybe, but I'm probably not going to be drafting. I mean, him. think about your backfield: it could be Shady McCoy, awesome. Marlon Mack, wonderful, and Wayne Gallman, and Corey Clement. 
And Wayne Gallman. And Wayne my Gallman. Number one. He, this is the best backfield ever. I love it. So number five is actually Denver Broncos, um, who are probably going to go quarterback. Broncos are going to definitely yeah. go quarterback. Okay, even though they just signed Keenum, they're going quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Woodhead. Danny Woodhead retires. How do you feel about Danny Woodhead? This guy's smaller than you, and you're not a tall man. He's wider than you, and you are a white man. Yeah. Uh, and he was a successful NFL running back for best years. In the Chargers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he for a good for a long time. I mean, not even a long time, but what five, six years? Longer than he should have. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think he gives hope. I'm impressed He's by him. He's like He's the, the great white hope. I was just gonna say Return of the Jedi or something. Okay. Sad to see him go. If you're a PPR fantasy player, you're sad to see him go. I don't really think so. I don't think he's done it very much in fantasy football in a long in, in P- time. Look, dude, in PPR, his whole career he's been awesome. And he's been one of these guys that nobody ever drafted. So you could get him in the eighth round every year. And he was always a running back one in PPR. Bench. No, he was... As, well, look, I don't play PPR, so I never drafted him. But... But I played PPR, and I still didn't draft him. Here's one that sort of boggles the mind. If you care about tight ends, which I know you don't, but a lot of people care about tight ends. Man, who doesn't like a nice tight end? It was, it, it was looking a lot like Jack Doyle was going to have a big year. He had a big year last year. Near the end of the year, they started relying on him a little bit more. And then what did they do this offseason? They signed Eric Ebron. Two tight end sets. Big contract. They might run some two tight end sets, but... But there's no there's no team in the league that can sustain two fantasy tight ends. Uh, Patriots sit with with the, the murderer and Gronk running around. He's gay now. You see that? Who? Aaron Hernandez. Did he come out as gay? No. There's this big documentary about posthumously. You mean posthumously? <laughs> posthumously. Yeah. No. There's a big documentary about him. He was gay, and that's why he killed people. That's why he hung himself. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think this bodes well for Jack Doyle. There's no way. I don't think this bodes well for either of them. To me, this is what this says. It says Jack Doyle is going back to his role as a blocking tight end. Is Jack Doyle a blocking tight end? He is, is yeah. He? And uh, Ebron is going to come in as the guy who can't block for shit. But can't can catch the ball most of the time either. Certainly run fast. He can run fast. I'm not sure he can catch the ball. Yeah, he's not a he's not a great receiver either. I don't like this move at all. Nothing about this move is good. Doyle was I second. I think it gives Luck more options. Sure, it gives Luck more options, but... Ah, mm. <laughs> Do you want either of these guys on your fantasy team? Um, Considering how awful tight ends I were. I would have taken a flyer on Doyle. Now, no. No, okay. Me neither. Here's one. Here's a guy that might actually end up being... Don't uh, understand why this happened. Being This next one? Yes. Well, first of all, Alan Hearns was released. That's what you're talking about. Yes. You don't know why he was released. He's a good player. I know. He's a good receiver. But the Jags let him go. This is after the Moncrief signing, so they let Mercedes Lewis go. Maybe they just thought we have too many options. Let's let's release him. <laughs> I don't right. know. We'll talk about this later. I don't know what his cap hit was, but they let him go, which to me just screams Leonard Fournette, Keelan Cole, baby. We still, we're Leonard still waiting Fournette. for somebody to get hurt, but Keelan Cole. Uh, so the Cowboys turned around and signed Alan Hearns. Here's a question for you. Do you think Alan Hearns takes over the the number one role from Des Bryant on the Cowboys no. this year? I think Des Bryant's still a good receiver. Wow. Um, yes, he is. I, mean, I, I don't know when you say, when you make those funny noises, what that means. He's still a very good, good wide receiver. So let's put it this way. I would anticipate Des Bryant being drafted in the third round in fantasy drafts this year. Mm-hmm. I would anticipate Alan Hearns being drafted in the eighth round. Which guy do you want? Bryant. Even though he's being drafted that no, much higher he's than he's like Hearns. a fourth or fifth. Hearns is probably a tenth. Tenth? Yeah. 
I you, think you're a non PPR player. I'm not sure why. Okay, but anyways, I want Alan Hearns, if nothing else, for the value because he's going to go a whole lot later than Des Bryant in every fantasy. Is Prescott in our top ten quarterbacks? No. Yeah, see, that's how I, 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 I don't want two two of those receivers, and, and Alan Hearns is going to be number two. I don't want that. Yeah, give me the one that's being drafted later, though. And I, and we all, we all I think we agree that Alan Hearns is a talented yes. receiver. Worst case scenario, even if it's not this year, I think Hearns is going to be there for, for years to come, and Des Bryant is not going to stick Probably around. Probably accurate statement. I like, I like him a lot if you're in a dynasty league. A lot if you're in a dynasty league. I like him a lot if you're in a keeper league because you're going to get him for next to nothing. And you can keep him for years, and he will be. If he's not this year, he'll become the number one there. Yeah, I don't want him. Let's move on. Damian Williams is signed by the Chiefs. Does that hurt Kareem Hunt stock at all? No. One year, one point two million dollars. This is a depth move. That's all it is. That's all it is. I'm not worried at all. You'll see that later. Uh, how about this one? Sam Darnold had his pro day, which is the first time he threw this off season in front of any scouts. And every scout that was at this pro day said some version of he's going to be drafted number one or he should be. What are your thoughts? I don't understand why. What what, what happened on this pro day that, that magically changed Sam Darnold? Keep in mind, this guy still had 25 turnovers last year. Yeah. Well, in games. Okay, so like I'm not sure in a practice field, in his underwear, dropping back whatever he did. Also well, it was one. raining. Does that help? No, no, doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter. All I know is this guy was terrible during the season last year. I know why you don't like him. I'm going to tell the listeners why you, okay. you don't like him. You don't like him because he's not Baker Mayfield. Period. Full stop. I like Josh Rosen. Oh, well, yeah, okay. He's Rosen. also not Baker Mayfield. That's true. That's true. That's the news. Let's jump into the topic for the day. I should have mentioned this earlier. <laughs> I, I fucked up. I have, I've got a red apple ale in front of me. I just polished off a blueberry cream ale. Creamy. Delicious. Mm. I love alcohol that tastes like fruit. What can I say? Today we're going to be talking rankings. We're going to go ahead and rank for you our top 10 players at each of the fantasy relevant positions. That's quarterback, receiver, running back, and at least one of us will rank tight ends for you. I give you half tight ends. The rest of them don't matter. Fine. That's fine. Uh, we want to tell you what we think right now our top, our projections for top 10 next year are. We know that the draft is coming. That is likely to change some things at the very, at least at the running back position, maybe not anywhere else. It's time to start early talking about rankings. We'll pick one of these guys on our list that maybe are a surprise and tell you why we put them there. But uh, let's jump off at quarterbacks. Why don't you go ahead and tell me your whole top 10? I want you to start at number one right. and work your way down to number 10. Rodgers, Wilson, Breeze at number three. Ouch. Carson Wentz at number four. Andrew Luck at number five on his bounce back year. It's probably, he might go higher than that. Roethlisberger at number six because I think he still produces. Jimmy G. Garoppolo at number seven. Deshaun Watson at number eight. Philip Rivers because he's still playing. And my here's my surprise. Eli Manning makes a bounce back year at number, at number 10. I, like, I mean, I like the coaching change there. You can't argue it. And he's got a great receiver. So your top 10 and my top 10 have some things in common and some things drastically different. I hope I hope you, if you're listening right now, have a pencil and a piece of paper because we're not posting this anywhere just yet. Here's my top 10. I agree. Rodgers has to be the number one. because Hands down. He's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Right? I got Brady at number two. I'm, just so you know, Brady didn't make my top ten list. Yeah, he's my number. Why? Because he's forty-two years old and he's, he's, he shows it. Yeah, he definitely showed it last year. Right? Yeah, was when he was a second 
he finished number two overall. You can you hold on to that this year? I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two. I got Locke at number three. I think you put him at number five, so that's pretty close. I got Breeze at four, so right up there. Uh, number five, I put Cousins. Where was Cousins on your list? Didn't make my list. Oh, okay. Because is Pat Schumer still there? No. That's what I thought. I like Cousins coming into a team that made Case Keenum look awesome. Great wide receiving <laughs> Pat core. Schirmer. All right, fair. I got Garoppolo at six, so we both agree that Jimmy GQ here is pretty high on our list. I think you had him at seven. Yep. Russell Wilson is my number seven, a whole lot lower than you. I'm not sure how he goes at seven. I don't know if you've seen his stats last year. Sure. Carson Wentz, number eight. I got Cam Newton at number nine, who I think that might be a little low for him just based on his uh, rushing numbers. Whatever. Alex Smith at number ten. Alex Smith. Alex up, Smith made your top ten list. Alex Smith was the number Alex one Smith, fantasy quarterback through at least two thirds of the season this year. Because he plays in that gimmicky offense, he's not going to be the same in Washington, is he? Maybe. No. I like his receivers there. I like Doxson there. Doxson, yes, he's almost as good as anyone else in the top ten receivers. I'm, I'm just saying, I like him. Uh, all right, so what? The other thing that we're going to do for you guys today is pick one guy on this list. One guy on Wiz's list, one guy on my list. Tell you why we put him there. Let me start. Uh, I want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. He's my number six. He's on Wiz's list at number seven. Here's why I think he's higher than most quote-unquote experts have him going right now. You know, weeks 14 through 17 last year, he was the QB4. Yeah, he started in 12 and 13. He had a somewhat slow start, but anytime a quarterback changes teams midway through the season, it's going to take him a while to learn the offense. Once he was established, uh, he played really well. Is Kyle Shanahan one of the better offense coordinators? Absolutely. I think that's why Jimmy G is going to excel. Is it going to put up points? And I think Jimmy G is naturally going to get a lot of points because of that. Yeah, and he's accurate. Let's talk about let's talk about some of the, some more numbers. So first off, among all the quarterbacks who had at least six starts last year, he was number he was fourth in completion percentage, sixty seven percent. How many starts do you have? He had six. He had six. So 67%, real high. Drew Brees, who is the all-time leader in career completion percentage, has a career completion percentage of 67%. So that's a little perspective. I know it's only six games, but that's very accurate for a quarterback. Here's another stat I want to pair this with because it tells me something. He's also number one in yards per completion. So let's if you put these two things together, here's what it says. He throws deep, and he completes those passes. If you got a quarterback that can complete 67% of the balls and he's throwing deeper than any other quarterback in the league, give me that guy in fantasy football. Absolutely. <laughs> Lastly, we just talked about total QBR being a really nice stat to tell us how valuable a quarterback is. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo was second in the league among quarterbacks with at least six starts in total QBR. All six those starts. Yeah. All those stats tell me. Go for it. You know, we added McKinnon to this team this year, who's a great pass-catching running back. He's another weapon, another option for him. Garcon's going to come back. We know he catches a ton of balls. Goodwin was signed to an extended contract because the coaching staff sees and understands his value. You have to expect he's going to continue to get targets. I like everything that's going on with this team. I expect Garoppolo to continue to do well. Who's the quarterback you want to talk to us about and, pr- and, and prove to our listeners belongs in their top ten? In top 10? Yeah. Guy got hurt last year, but played 13 games. His team won the Super Bowl. It would be Carson Wentz, folks. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Um, you have him at what spot? Number four. Four. That's four. high. Okay, tell us why. 
You wonder why? Because when he was playing, he was number best quarterback in the NFL. That's true. Um, he plays in a very good offense. They put up a lot of points. Uh, Peterson's a good coach. All those things, okay? But let me give you some stats here. In 11 games, 33 TDs, folks. Count them. 33. Finished at second in the NFL in 13 games. Yeah. That's a pretty damn good number. It's high. You talk about yards per, per completion. Wentz finished third in the NFL at 12.4. His QBR rating? Number one. Okay. Yeah. Number one. Uh, 75.1. That, I, I, I will say that... Total QBR. That is for quarterbacks who threw at least 300 passes. So yours is a little skewed statistic there? Well, yeah. Deshaun Watson and Jimmy Garoppolo finished with a higher total QBR. They played six and eight games. They so started go. six and eight games yeah, rather so, than the 13. Right. Um, so it was like kind of putting you back there in a very in a very small number and in adjusting. I mean, the stats if I played half fit. the year for sure, I think Carson Wentz is the best quarterback under twenty five in the NFL. I I like Carson. I loved him coming out of the draft. You know, I told everybody that I knew that he was going to be a better player than golf. I still think he's going to have a better career sure. than golf. My concerns about Carson Wentz are, are these: he put up great numbers last year, but phenomenal numbers. The Eagles didn't throw a lot. Most of his fantasy numbers came from those touchdowns, and his touchdowns he per... He threw for 33, 33 yeah, TDs. His, I'm not sure you're talking about there, champ. Saying, his touchdowns per pass attempt were, like, two higher than the all-time best quarterbacks ever. So I don't think that's necessarily sustainable. I have him at number eight on my list, a little lower than you, just because I think his, his touchdown numbers fall a little bit. Uh, it's just do you believe that offense? I mean, that, it's still a good offense, I right? I do. I just, it's not an offense that necessarily throws a lot. The other issue, concern I have about Carson Wentz is his injury was a knee injury, and he did a lot of work, a lot like Mayfield, uh, while he was scrambling, running. That's where... Yeah, I think he's still a good quarterback I want to see it. I want to see how he comes back from that injury, is all I'm saying. Let's move on to running backs. I'll start off here. All right, give him. Here's my top ten at running back. Uh, I got Zeke at number one. I think we agree about that. Yeah, absolutely. I got David Johnson at number two, then Gurley, Le'Veon Bell at number four. So for me, that's t- the tier one. Okay, those my guys tier are, one. Can you my tier one? Yeah. Zeke, Gurley, Johnson, Bell. Almost, same thing. Almost yeah. the same. Those guys are head and shoulders above everybody yeah. else. Five through ten for me, I've got Kareem Hunt. I've got Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. We are talking PPR, so I put Christian McCaffrey here at number eight. Shady at 9 and Kamara at 10. Why don't you give us your 5 through 10? Number 5, Leonard Fournette. He's a beast. Saquon Barkley? Okay. I'd like to see where he goes before I put him there, but go ahead. <laughs> Damn right. I like he's the balls there. he calls. He's Adrian going, Peterson. He's going to New York, so he might have a shot. Number 7 is going to be Kareem Hunt. Um, he plays in a gimmicky offense. He's going to uh, produce points. Sure. Number 8 is going to be Melvin Gordon, who also puts up lots of points. Sure. 9, Kamara. 10 is going to be Freeman. Devontae Freeman. Down in Atlanta. Okay. In number 11, Derek Henry. We didn't do a top 11. <laughs> I'll give you a chance to defend that pick. But before we do that, I want to talk about McCaffrey here. When you looked at my list, you said, what would you say about McCaffrey? I like McCaffrey. I just think he's going to be overrated. Sure. I think he's going to be underrated come draft time. But let me tell you a little bit why I like him at number 8 here. So we're talking PPR. He was the number 10 running back in PPR last year. Only because of his... He had 113 targets. 
There were only 18 wide receivers with more targets than McCaffrey last year. 113 is the most among running backs. More than Lev Bell, who is the guy that you think about when you think catch pass catchers. He had 80 catches, which was second in the league. He caught less balls because Cam Newton's still learning how to throw the ball short. So if you're talking about fantasy football, I want you to understand, if you play in a single-point PPR, 80 catches is worth 800 rushing yards. That's a lot. How did you just put that equation together? One point for every 10 yards you rush. Or one point for every catch you make. So that's the that, that's a, yeah. That's a shitload of. I mean, eight hundred rushing yards right off the top without even considering anything else is awesome. It's eighty extra that. points. Really it's eighty extra points. Put on top of that that Jonathan Stewart is gone. Yes, we ex- fully expect the Panthers to pick up somebody else to come in and take over the the bulk of the. In- I'm just scared he's gonna get hurt. You are you? Yeah. Here's he's a, not a big player. He's small. That's true, but. Christian McCaffrey has not missed a single football game since high school. No, that's that's incorrect. He that's, didn't. He didn't play in his pro bowl his bowl game. He basically. skipped it. I'm not, just saying. I'm saying for injury. I mean for injury. He didn't miss a single game since high school for injury. Yeah, I, I think he's a good player. I mean, I I, I like him as a running back. You just um, think he's too small. I'm just concerned. He's not a guy you can give the rock to continuously. Well, he's a guy you can throw the rock. Throw the rock to, to yes, but can I mean how many carries? He's not Leonard Fournette. He's not. He's not Gurley. He's not Zeke. You can't give the guy three hundred carries. That that's my only concern about him. And I've got him lower than those guys. But in a PPR, give me this guy because he's going to catch an. Even if he catches passes behind the backfield, that's a point. Yep. Okay. So give me those fucking free points. And he's going to gain yards after the catch because he's elusive as shit. He should. How many rushing TDs does he get? Rushing TDs this year. Because that's going to make or break him. That's going to put him in the top ten easily. I will say he's got four rushing TDs and six receiving TDs for a total of ten, which makes him valuable. Okay, it's not a stretch. I I mean, obviously we'll see who the Panthers go pick up as a running back to play with him because they're going to pick up somebody. You can't rely on Christian McCaffrey to be a three-down back. That's not a thing in the NFL. Yeah, it is. Not for Christian McCaffrey. Not for Christian McCaffrey, it's not. So... So we'll see who else they pick up, but I really like him. I like him at eight. Who's the guy that you want to highlight here on your top ten list, Wiz? Fournette. Jesus Christ. I love Fournette. You like him better than I do. <clears throat> He's a beast. He likes to get hurt, but go ahead. He plays a lot. I mean, he played 13 games last year. He did, you're right. He, he did miss three games because of injuries. Um, he did play in two playoff games as well. Yeah, he missed three, but he played in another three games hobbling on that foot. Guy got played 13 games, averaged nine, got nine TDs in the, in the season, which was third in the NFL, buddy. Not bad. Third in the NFL. Pretty good. Uh, 80 yards per game. Yeah. Okay. So when when you talk about your 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 was 80 catches. Yeah. He's he's rumbling that up all, every fucking game. Sure. 10,040 yards, eighth in the NFL, which I think is only going to go up. He had 4.58 yards in the first six games before he got hurt. So give him a year under his belt. He's going to keep producing. We just talked about earlier. They're a running team. They released all their fucking. Do they have any receivers? No. Yeah, they went and signed Dante Monk. No, who's that guy? He's very garbage. Very, very fast. Okay. You know who else they have? They released their tight end, Keelan Cole. I don't think they're going to put receivers on the field anymore. They're just going to ground and pound. Keelan baby. motherfucking Cole, baby. Um, Come on. This is what I tell you about him. He's going to get the ball a lot. You want running backs who are going who are going to touch the ball, and Fournette is going to be that guy. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of volume. I mentioned in my very first episode that I love opportunity, and the opportunity is there for Fournette. 
I dis- all day long. I disagree with what you said about the wide receivers and the receiving options because Moncrief is there. Marquise Lee will be healthy at least to begin this season. They like D.D. Westbrook. I like Keelan Cole. And they went and signed Austin Safarian Jenkins, who is a receiving type. They still had Jake Bortles. As, I mean, they're a running team. His name, is, his name is Blake. You need another drink. Yeah. That is Blake Bortles. Let's take a break here and tell me what you're drinking today. I'm drinking uh, New Glarus Brewing. What? Yeah, it's Spotted Cow. What is, what is it? What, what kind of beer you got? It's called Spotted Cow. Okay. Thank you. Red's apple. I need a new Yeah, you Red's apple. Yeah. Give me a minute. Um, I'm going to finish up my top 10 for you. No, Barkley. Barkley? Tell me a little bit about why you got... Where do you think Barkley's going to go? He should go number one. If the Browns are driving number one, they are effing idiots. Yeah, but they're not going to. So where do you think he's really going to go? And we're number one? If, if the Browns don't draft him, the Giants will at number two. Yes. I mean, without a doubt. I think the guy's next Adrian Peterson. So... Brown show, or Browns, if, if there are Browns fans still out there in the world, um, you should be ashamed of yourselves, and I put another bag over your head if they don't go number one. I know some Browns fans. I got some buddies that are Browns, Browns fans. fans? They exist? They do. There's a handful. They're not just, you know, put in, in, in the TV via 3D. There's a handful. Here's, this is the thing that I hate most about my life right now. Can I tell you what I hate most about my life right now? I know that the Browns are going to pass... On Saquon Barkley, they're gonna draft. They're they're gonna draft Josh Rosen. Josh? Yeah, yeah, that's his name. Josh Rosen's gonna be the better. It'll be a very good quarterback. They're gonna draft Josh Rosen, and they're, then they're Saquon gonna go Barkley Donald, is gonna go number two and to be the, the next New York Peterson. Giants. And do you know why that make that is the worst thing in my life right now? Because Wayne fucking Gallman. Because that kills Wayne fucking Gallman's career. Let me tell you something about Wayne Gallman. As a as a good friend of mine used to say regularly. I'd pee in his butt, bro. It's interesting. I'm not <laughs> sure why Wayne Gallman does that for you, but but teach the own. Oh, and now now he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be turned completely to, obsolete. To each their own, buddy. At the snap of a finger, by the handing over of a card to Goodell, Wayne Gallman is gonna be totally obsolete, and it's gonna just ruin my goddamn. He might day. come back as a 27 year old somewhere though. Maybe you can always resurrect him. Maybe in your basement. He's got an open invitation to my darkened basement anytime. All right, let's move on. Let's oh, thank go. God. Let's go to the let's go to the wide receivers here. So I um I want to stop here for a minute and tell the audience that right before we started recording, you told me that wide receivers were the hardest for you to rank. Yeah, I want you to tell them why. Why why was that so difficult for you? Because I think un- we just talked about running backs, and we, we, we each had the same top tier running backs, one through four. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest with you, even when you got down to six, seven, eight, nine, ten running backs, they're all pretty close, and, yep. and we all think they're still head and shoulders above most of them. Sure. Wide receivers, I think you can go to f- top four, top five, and after that, it's a free-for-all. It doesn't matter. They're all the same player over and over and over again. And when, And I don't mean like... You, you can name the top 15 running backs. You can name the top 40 wide receivers and just plug them in there. It doesn't matter. Sure. I, I totally agree with you. You know, there might be one or two wide receivers that are yeah. that are a tier one. Uh, let's make the – I want this – I want people who are newer to fantasy football or don't really understand fantasy football that well to hear this fact. When it comes time for your draft as you're building your team – Spend a lot of draft capital, spend a lot of your money in an auction on these big-time running backs. Yes. Because 
wide receiver number seven and wide receiver number 27 aren't that far from one another at this point no, the, the, where no, the, the NFL is today. I'm going to tell you the delta, but you'll tell me the difference. Are It's very, very, very close between those. Yeah. It, it's a, Unlike running backs, there's a huge difference. You know, five, six years ago, you know, as a fantasy player and a fan of the NFL, this was the exact opposite. Everybody was saying, let's stop drafting running backs in the first two rounds altogether because the wide receivers are becoming more valuable. But there has been a shift in the NFL here recently in the last year or two. Running backs are once again becoming very valuable fantasy assets, way more valuable than the wide receiver position. And if you're listening to this and you're not sure how to go about drafting your team or constructing your team, if all you hear is this, hear it. Put a lot of fucking running backs on your team in the first handful of rounds. Spend a lot of money on running backs in the first handful of rounds because these are the guys that are going to – the top – group of running backs are going to separate themselves way more than the top group of receivers, or at least that second group of receivers. Agreed? Yeah, I, I think the second group of receivers, in, when I mean the second group of receivers, I want to say the second, second, third, and fourth group of receivers are all fairly close to each other. Yeah, and so, so we will do, um, sometime in the next month or two, we will rank out by tiers all these positions here. One running backs, wide receivers, so forth and so on down the line. You'll get a better idea of what we're talking about here. But let's jump into our rankings. Top 10 right now, where we're at in in the state of the league. Give me your top 10 at the wide receiver position, Wiz. Number one, hands down, he likes strippers and cocaine, Odell Beckham. He, Yes, he does. And pot. And pot, too. Don't forget about pot. I don't know about cocaine, but he was definitely smoking a blunt in well, that Well, I'm pretty sure there's white powder in the room as well. You're an idiot. You don't um, know anything Number about. two, Antonio Brown. Number three, Michael Thomas. Mm. Number four, Devontae Adams. Number five, Hopkins. Down in in Houston. Six, Keenan Allen. Seven, Julio Jones. Eight, Tyreek Hill. Nine, T.Y. Hilton. And number ten, from the far right field, Mari Cooper. Oh, god damn it. I hate everything about John Gruden. I was really surprised when I saw your rankings, and and here's why. There's two guys on this list that I think I'm really high on, that I like a lot more than most of what Twitter seems to think. Twitter. Thank God Twitter's making rankings, you know. But you, sir, have ranked both of them higher than I did. Let me tell you my rankings. One, Michael Thomas. And I'll tell you who they are. First of all, my number one is Antonio Brown. Okay. Because he's... The world's greatest human being. Yeah. I think we've established that on this show. Odell Beckham is my number two, so we just swapped there. Uh, I've got Hopkins at number three. He's going to catch so goddamn many, so fucking many passes. It's ridiculous. Michael Thomas is my number four. So he's one of the guys that I think I'm higher on than most, but you ranked him higher. Yep. And the very next one is my number five, Devontae Adams, which you ranked at number four. So I'm shocked that you put him higher than I did, uh, but... Can I, I love that you like him as well as I do. I think that's twofold. One, because like we talked before, the receivers aren't as, I, I, they're not as deep, right? So sure. I, I just naturally assume that those guys have higher upside than most. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, I've got next is uh, uh, Keenan Allen at number six, Julio Jones at seven, which is exactly where you put him. Uh, that makes me happy. My number eight, which is not on your list at all, is Stephon Diggs. I can't wait to tell you why I've got him there. I've got Mike Evans at number nine and A.J. Green at number ten. So, you know, our top, our top five or six or seven are pretty much the same. We start to differentiate ourselves from one another's rankings. They're eight to ten. Uh, and that's when we really start getting into some of these lower-tiered receivers that we talked about, right? These guys are all, almost interchangeable. On a, There's ten or twelve guys that are damn near interchangeable, right? 
Uh, who's the guy on your list that you really want to point out and talk a little bit about? Michael Thomas! Yeah, I love Michael Thomas, dude. I love him. Tremendous amount of upside for him. You got him at your number three. Tell him why he's he's your number three. Caught 104 balls last year, which is third in the NFL. Sure. Only seven TDs, which is kind of low. Yeah. Um, as a team that caught, they, they had 23 TDs, which is also kind of low, I think, for, for Drew Brees standards. I think you're going to see Michael Thomas, that's going to go... That's gonna go. It's gonna increase it. It's only hey, it only can increase it. Hey, did you listen to any of the episodes of the show before you came on staff? No. Wow. You're supposed to say yes, and it was great, and that's why I'm here. I listened to the first and second one, maybe. First one sucked. First um, one wasn't that bad. It was just kind of talking about the same thing over again. I told you some of your some of your stats were good, some of them they weren't. My stats are it's amazing. Too subjective for me. Let me tell you why I like Michael Thomas. Okay, if you watched any of the Saints, hang on, you haven't finished yet. Oh, go ahead. Fourth in the NFL. So I'm, the, I'm sorry the, for cutting you the off. The Saints had 28, in, uh, 28 points per game, which is fourth in the NFL. Um, and they had 391 yards per game in the NFL, which is second. So, I, I mean, again, from terms of offense that produces, yeah. they, 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 they put up big numbers. And yeah. I, I think that's really that's great for wide receiver that you know they're going to throw the ball. Sure. Hey, uh, your daughter is ugly. Let's move on. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Look, here's why I like Michael Thomas. If you watched any of the Saints games last year... At least one time, at least one time in every single fucking Saints game last year, Michael Thomas was tackled at the one-yard line. Do you have proof of this, or is this something that you're just... This is just purely from my memory, which is solid. You're kind of conjecturing this out. I've got a great, solid memory, and I remember it. I traded Shady for him last year, and you know I love Shady. So every game, I remember him getting tackled at the one-yard line. I think he's... That's not going to happen again. It can't happen again. Here's the other thing I think about the Saints. I think defenses this year, coming into this year, are going to game plan against the running Kamara, game. Yeah. And I think they're going to, as stupid as this sounds, defensive coordinators are going to go into Saints game saying, we're going to make Drew Brees beat us. Yeah, it does sound kind of stupid. And he will. And Michael so Thomas is going put up to be a big part of that. Better numbers or no? I think they're going to throw the ball more next year than they did this year. It's interesting. Because they lean heavy on the run relative yeah. to years past. Well, they also two good running backs. They do. But I love I loved everything you said about Michael Thomas. Um, I also love everything you said about Devontae Adams. One thing I said last week that I'm a little bit concerned about, and I want you to, I want your opinion on this. You know, the Packers did, the only big signing they made on the offense was uh, Jimmy Graham. Which is good. All Jimmy Graham can do right now is catch touchdowns. He's not very fast anymore. He can't separate at all, but he can... He can box out and catch touchdowns. Yep. Ten touchdowns last year at the tight end position. Is that going to hurt Adams? I think it's going to hurt Adams because Adams did a lot of work in the, in the end zone. In the end zone, yep. it, with it, from within the red zone, um, he's he's now the number one. So I, mean, I think he's going to get a bunch. A lot, yeah. He's caught he's caught close to ten for the last three years running yep. as a number two. But I think that's going to take some of his touchdowns away. Are you concerned at all? Um, no, I think it's going to kill Randall. I mean, Randall Cobb continuously put up eight, seven TDs per year. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think the person who's going to kill is going to be Randall Cobb a little bit. I still think, you know, I still wouldn't be surprised if Cobb's not even on the team. At, at Rogers the still, I mean, Rogers put up what, not last year, but still, he's, he's going to put up 30 t- touchdowns, right? Yeah. And, and Adams uh, is going to get, Adam's going to get 10. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's that far reaching. I mean, I, I, I think, I think Graham's going to hurt him. I just don't think it's going to put up, it's not going to kill him. All right, that's fair. Uh, here's the guy I want to talk about, Stefan Diggs. He's my number eight. Almost everybody you read who's got rankings out right now have Thielen above Diggs. I don't. Uh, and I, I went in to look at some statistics to tell you why 
you know, my gut told me that Diggs was going to be a better player than Thielen, and usually my gut leads to some statistics, and maybe this is a, a, a research fallacy. So you're conjecturing again. If you make a conclusion before you look for evidence, and you will find evidence to support that conclusion, uh, that might be a thing. But... I couldn't find a whole lot of evidence to support this. The only thing I could say, I can say is this. Diggs started the year like a goddamn man. Okay. Okay. He You're was telling me in a very short time span he, he beat Thielen. Yeah, he was the number one wide receiver overall in two out of the first three weeks. Sure. Then he got hurt. He went down. He and he was out for a long stretch of time. He came back here and there, but he was injured or playing injured for a long so time. Why is why, why in, the, in four out of the last, he came back near the end of the season, and he was fine, healthy, ready to go. In four out of the last five games that both guys played in, that includes both of the playoff games, uh, Stefan Diggs had more targets than Adam Thielen. Both of them had a ton. They're both great receivers, but so but I I think Diggs is better as a player. Is that because he can take the top off? In part, yeah. If you remember early in the season, one of the reasons he was doing so well is because he was—he's not a huge guy, but he was a great red zone target, and he was catching all sorts of yeah, fade, he was going up and getting the all ball. sorts of fade routes. He was—he was high pointing the ball like you couldn't believe from a shorter man at wide receiver. I—I uh, I like him better than Thielen. To be honest, that's the only stat I could find. I think he's more fun to watch. I think he's more electric to watch. His draft value is higher. Thielen was undrafted. Uh, so the team is spending more money on Diggs, which always makes you think maybe they'll try to use him more. And lastly, maybe most importantly, I like Diggs better than Thielen, probably because he's a black man. And I, I am not nearly as racist as you. I think we can agree that my chest will be better about Michael Thomas. Oh, yeah. And 100%. Um... There's a lot of hypothetical thinking going on over there from Stephon Diggs. Sure, just because I mean I know you hate black people. I found out this week that your wife also hates black Not people. True, folks. Clearly, I like him. Uh, I, I also here's another thing, right? I like Cousins coming to town. He throws the ball more than Keenum ever did. He he's more accurate than Keenum was, even though Keenum was outrageously accurate last year. I'm talking over the course of a handful of years. So I think the team is not afraid to throw the ball. I love like the Vikings offense coming into this year. I think they're going to be top three offenses on the season. I like Thielen and Diggs. I just like Diggs did better. Did you say top three offenses? I did. Who are they going to – name the top two then. Uh, the Patriots are always one of the top offenses, and I, and probably the Steelers, which are uh, also always – And where does Philadelphia go? Philadelphia was not one of the top offenses. I think you should get that again, buddy. I think that's uh, – you heard what I said. Okay. I stand by what I said. I don't think you should. You know who's going to be the top offense in the year with all their wonderful free agent signings? Tell me. Chicago Bears. Probably not. Let's move on to tight ends because I have a list. Everyone loves tight ends, don't we? Here's my list of top What tight ends do you like? Everyone likes tight ends. How tight do you like them? Number one, Gronk. Two, Ertz. Then I got Kelsey. Hunter Henry is my number four. Trey... Burton, Chicago Bear, number five, Greg Olson, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Eric Ebron, who's now a Colt, and Jordan Reed, assuming that he gets to play more than one and a half games this year. I think I like your top uh, five and Kyle Rudolph. Okay. I'm only going to do five, folks, because that's all that matters right now in the NFL. That's pretty, pretty much all that matters. Um, I'm going to go with number one, Travis Kelsey, two, Gronk. 
three, Hunter Henry, four, Ertz. Ooh, Hunter Henry at three. Why do you keep ranking my favorite guys higher than I do? Because he's Hunter Henry. Zach Ertz. Ertz is good. And I would nominally tell you it's the uh, black unicorn, but he's not playing anymore. He also got cut. I was um, at the bookstore today. Yeah. Okay. Walking through the shelves, and I, <laughs> I glance over, and one of there's a book on the shelf that is very literally called "The Last Black Unicorn" by Martellus Bennett. No. 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 Wasn't the author? Uh-uh. Huh. I was shocked. I thought of you when I got a little bit, a little bit hard. Yeah, I would have too. Just a little bit. We don't want to spend time with him. No, it wouldn't have Martell. Never mind. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph rops, r- rounds off my top five, by the way. Uh, let me tell you why the two of us both love Hunter Henry. Football Outsider has him ranked as the third most valuable tight end. That's behind Gronk and Kelsey. That just ranks their overall value to their team. He is the eighth. He's got the eighth highest catch rate of any player in the whole league last year. Fourth among tight ends. What do we so, make catch rate? So he's got hands. He so catches he balls catches that ball. are thrown okay. to him. What, what do you mean? What, what, what do you mean? What do I mean? Catch just, rate, just dude. There's one thing. Me. He is eighth among tight ends in air yards, which means he was going downfield. On average, a pass to him went nine yards in the air before he caught it, which means he's uh, he's 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 every catch is pretty much a point whether you're PPR or not. Uh, between him and Gates. 20% of the team's air yards went to the tight ends last year. That's Gates, a lot. Gates is pretty much gone. There's only four tight is ends. Is Gates that, still walking? Kind of, well, with a walker. With a walker? I've heard he has a walker. One of those with tennis balls at the bottom. He, yeah, but he hasn't officially retired, though. He doesn't want to put the wheels on the front I don't because they thought he'd get away from him too much. Oh. So he put the tennis balls on the bottom just so they can grip. He doesn't mm-hmm. want it to go out from under. Yeah, so only, there are only four tight ends that had a bigger air yard share than uh, Henry and Gates last year. I am working under the assumption that everything Gates did, everything Henry and Gates did combined last year will be just Henry next year because I don't think Gates can... I think he's playing still, right? Can can his shoulders support the pads or will his osteoporosis just crumble under Can his knees support his body? Better question. He was second among tight ends with 50 or more catches anyway, in yards per catch. 12.9 yards per catch at the tight end. They like to throw it to him. Yeah, that's a great stat. Gates is 37 years old, which in football years translates to its inverse, 73 years old. Uh, His snap count last year in week one, he had 65%. He played 65% of the offensive snaps. Uh, right before Henry got hurt, he was at 26% of the offensive snaps. So even last year, after he got his record, he wasn't on the field very often. And that's got to be even less going into this year. If he's still on the team, I still think he retires. And lastly, look, this is one of the few teams in the NFL, or at least the ones we're talking about, that just didn't change at all this year. This is the same team we had last year. The same team that threw... 20% of the time, 20% of the air yards on this team went to tight ends. It's going to continue to hit. Nothing's going to change. Have they done anything? What? Have, no, have, they, have, no. they, have they built an offensive line yet? No. Interesting. Here's something to note. Phillip Rivers, since 2007, that's when he started playing in the league, has every single year he's played thrown more. I think he averages 9.2 touchdowns to his tight ends each year. If we assume maybe, maybe Brady beats him out, maybe if we yeah maybe with Gronk, Gronk with Gronk, right. if we assume Gates is gone, I think it's also a safe assumption that those nine touchdowns 
Hunter go Henry. to Hunter Henry. And unlike Jimmy Graham, Hunter Henry is going to catch nine touchdowns, but also producing yards. Right. That's everything I've got. That, that's about everything. Is there anything else to cover with him? There's nothing else to talk about at all. Okay. Good. We're done talking. Thank God. Good Lord. Hey, go find us on Facebook. Follow us. Share. Write a review somewhere. We are literally on every podcast platform that exists, so subscribe. We're on Twitter. You can find me at Dwee's Nuts. Big Wiz over here doesn't believe in technology, so you can't find him anywhere. Email us at yourfootballfantasy at gmail.com. We want to know what you want uh, want us to talk about. We want to know what you think of the show. Uh, ask us questions because I'm tired of coming up with topics on my own. Anything else you want to say to the people, Big When's Wiz? When's the draft? There's a lot of random discussions that's come up then. Unless they start asking us questions. Say something to the people. Um, what do you want to talk about? Maybe, maybe we can talk about NFC, AFC. You're ridiculous. Literally say goodbye. Fuck off. There you go. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.